Welcome to the Space Olympics, the year 3022. Take part in a grand tradition, uniting the goals in the halls of the universe. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was you just know, that was ever, just me whistling to myself, just a tune that I made up. Has there ever been lyrics to that song? Yeah, luge and biathlon and sledding oh, and downhill skiing. Yeah. No, but uh. Yeah, that was just a song I made up, so don't sue me, NBC. <laughs> Welcome to I Only Like Their Old Stuff, uh, Olympic Dreams Part 1. This is episode 33. Uh, we're doing a different format, probably until the Olympics are over with. Uh, we're going to do little mini-shows, so this one's going to be 30 minutes long, and we're going to have another one. We're going to try to do three this week, and maybe three next week, so you're going to get a lot of IOL. Uh, I, yeah, I don't think we'll be dictated by weeks. We're going to be doing short shows as often as possible. Throughout the Olympics. Heavily focused on the Olympics. We're not going to do uh, our questions. We're not going to do grab bag. Yeah, and very little housekeeping. We're just going to get on with it and uh, because we love the Olympics, and we want to give you the love coverage them. that you deserve. Love them. And so we've got this. We've got some special guests that are coming on. We're going to have Miss come on as a special correspondent from the West Coast. And um, Groove and I have been in Vancouver for two days now. It's cold. Yeah, it's actually it's not. It's like forties. <laughs> it's raining. It's not that cold, but it's uh, raining. It's wet. It's like spring in the southeast. Yep. Snowed back home. Um, all right, let's get into this. A uh, little housekeeping. You can reach us at I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. And also check out our Twitter um, at IOLTOS. And we're going to be blowing that up with a bunch of Olympic coverage and stuff too. Yep. And uh, also, we're trying to uh, race. Especially the fact that we've only got, we're, uh, Jigga's really keep, keeping us to 30 minutes. I feel like I've got to talk about like the micro machine guy about as fast as that. But anything that doesn't get on the show, any observational humor, stuff that we're, when we watch um, the Olympics, we're going to be tweeting some of the stuff that we probably won't be able to talk about on the show. So, you know, if you're not following the Olympics, but you want to check out what's going on, we'll be trying to post some stuff on Twitter. Um, I've got um, the app for the Olympics on my phone. I'm going to be posting both to Facebook and Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. I only like their old stuff. I only like the first name. Their old stuff is the last name because I'm an idiot and didn't create a fan page. Yeah, so we're holding this to 30 minutes. Um, and if you don't like the Olympics, just come back in a couple weeks. We'll be back to normal, maybe. maybe. We might just keep talking about the Olympics until the next Olympics. But, until um, the Summer Olympics. Uh, one other thing. We're trying to raise some money to get some uh, some new microphones. And so if you want to check to donate a couple bucks, you can go to our website, IonlyLikeTheirOldStuff.com, and there's a PayPal link on there. So please kick us a couple bucks so we can get some good headphones, some good mics. Does my mic sound all right this time, Groove? Yeah, you sound good. Okay. I got it all rigged up this time. All right, so let's get into it. So the Olympics started last night. They're in Vancouver, Canada. And um, so we watched the opening ceremonies. What? And, and did you, you watch them, right, Groove? I did, um, but I want to talk about, Let's go ahead and start with the end, the failure 
of the cauldron, fourth arm raising up. If you guys didn't know this, at the end of the Olympic ceremonies, they have the cauldron lighting, which the torch has been relayed through various parts of the country that's hosting the Olympics. And they get to the end, they got Steve Nash, they got Wayne Gretzky, and they got some two other chumps that aren't nearly as cool as Steve Nash and Wayne Gretzky. Steve Nash, by the way, won the uh, stats, or what was it, the skills competition tonight in the NBA All-Star Weekend, which we'll get to. But um, So the fourth arm didn't raise up. And then today, as one of their like time fillers on the uh, Olympic coverage, uh, Bob Costas had this edited package of uh, previous failures <laughs> in cauldron lighting, which I thought was ultimately <laughs> hilarious. To make uh, them not feel as bad, I guess. I don't yeah, know. I felt bad like for the, the girl, the one girl that didn't get to light it. Like, cause yeah. it had four th- four different lights, and one of them didn't get to light it. And well, the Gretzky ran out. Had to be the the hog of all the attention, ran out into the rain where they had their original cauldron was outside, but they had the backup cauldron inside. So he went out to the outside cauldron to light all four. uh, Well, they have to have one outside all the time burning as part of the Olympic rules or something. Strange Uh, rules at the Olympics. Lots of strange rules. So if you're into that kind of thing, watch the Olympics. So that's all I got for that. I'm sure you're going to talk about the rest of the opening ceremonies. Yeah. Well, Coca-Cola bear. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there's a variety of things. The opening ceremonies in China, there was like the the last Olympics, the Summer Olympics. It was this big opulent show that was just $400 million. Yeah. Crazy amounts of money that probably could have spent better spent on other things like human rights uh, (laughs) and and feeding your people in China. Different values. Different values. Yeah. So they had much smaller budget. $30 million. Yeah, for the Canadian one. It was supposed to be more intimate. And it was. And it it was cool, but I felt like it was kind of up and down. I thought some of it was cool. Really I thought it was. could have been about an hour shorter than it was. Yeah. Some of it was really cool. Like, they had crazy video projection stuff, and at one point in time, it looked like these whales were swimming through the bottom, like, the floor of the stadium. Yeah, well, it started out in the near the North Pole, right? Yeah. They were trying to tell the story of the furthest north down to the um, to the prairie, then over to the Rockies, then to Toronto. Yeah. So. And uh, the, the 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 video projections were pretty amazing through most of it. That was um, the most impressive part. To me. Yeah, and then there was a bunch of you know singing and dancing and stuff. Then there was like this weird thing with this boy flying through a field, and it looked kind of really like, kind of looked like Smallville, or like Peter Pan, like or like you said the. Uh, a Windows screensaver. Yeah, I think I had a screensaver that was just like that for Windows 95. It came standard on Windows 95. <laughs> it was like with the flying toaster screensaver, if you ever remember <laughs> that. Um, yeah, it was kind of weird. And then they had this weird uh, fiddler medley. And yes, it was a fiddler <laughs> they had, medley. They had a Charlie Daniels with devil horns standing in a canoe. And apparently it's some old myth or story in Canada, but nobody else knew it. Well, apparently Danzig ripped off his whole shtick from the Canadians then for the Misfits because it was like the Misfits combined with Riverdance. Yeah, just, combined with Greg Hines from Tap. Yeah, combined with a Broadway stomp show. Yeah. Um, really weird. Um, and then there was all this singing, and of course Nelly Furtado sang, and they trotted out Brian Adams as you, you know, Brian Adams, probably the most famous Canadian to ever live. Uh, they sang this horrible, which these Olympic songs are always terrible. It was like this Olympic theme song. It was just forgettable. It's like they have a 12-year-old, like a middle school, write the Olympic song contest. Yeah, it's in like... whatever country's hosting them. Winning flame! 
something like that, you know, and just it was that was awful. And then later on, Katie Lang came out, and she looked like she was wearing the big suit that, uh, if you've ever seen Stop Making Sense by the Talking Heads, David Byrne wears this big suit. Yeah. And it, she looked like she was wearing the big suit. She had this big baggy suit on. And um, she sang Hallelujah, which apparently is one of her go-to covers, which she's done for years. But that song has just been overdone. Just, you know, they did it on the Haiti thing a couple weeks yeah. ago. Um, it's just yeah, overdone. Yeah, it was Justin Timberlake and some songwriter. Every other episode of ER had it in it back when ER was on. You know, it was just it's just been overdone. So I kind of like to put a moratorium on using Hallelujah for anything. Um, the Coca-Cola bear. There was a giant Coca-Cola bear that came out of the floor. Yeah, you got to keep moving. We got to get to the first day of actual events by now. We only got five seconds left on the show. No, we got plenty of time, dude. We got 20 minutes left. So, um, I just wanted to mention, uh, Steve Nash, that man must never wash his hair. Mm -mm. You know, like he just, he always looks greasy and he was, uh, one of the, the flag lighters. And then he flew to the All-Star game, amazingly enough, um, right after that. The, the NBA All-Star game was this weekend. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, yeah, so on to the first day of competition. Today, we had some ski jumping. Did you see any of that today? I uh, Yeah, I did. The normal, normal hill. Yeah. Not to be confused with the long hill, where instead of flying for like 45 seconds, you must be flying for like five minutes. Yeah, right. It's just a cliff. They just jump That's, off a cliff. They fucking they put on these skis that act like parachutes, and then they just they stand on them and then hope to God everything turns out all right by the time they hit the ground. Don't you think that the ski jumpers look dangerously thin? They did. They looked wavy. Well, they have these like weird like fat suits they wear to make them fly farther, but they still look skinny as hell. It's weird. Like, they have these big, wide suits they wear, but when they turn to the side, it's like you, you can't see anything. Like, they're gone. And I just want them to, I want them to eat a little something. We don't they need to sacrifice. Those, those, those skis much. are four inches wide, but I swear they're bigger than their waists. Yeah. The, uh, the one dude who won today is apparently, like, they've dubbed him the Harry Potter lookalike, which he won yeah. in 2002, I guess. And They call him the wizard. The wizard, yeah. Yeah, the thing about that is that doesn't make sense, and I'm going to be getting into this several times because not like the Summer Olympics, um, the Winter Olympics have a lot of sports that the rules aren't very clear. Yeah. And and a lot of the Winter Olympics are judged, even though it seems like with this downhill jump, you go off the cliffside and then you land, and they measure how far you go. But that's not entirely everything that gets you a gold medal. You'd think the guy that jumps the farthest would win, but no, that would no. be way too logical. These guys get judged on their form or technique while they're in the air as well, much like moguls where speed down the hill is only 25% of your score. And um, well, at you least know, they're doing the, tricks in the moguls too, you know. Like, so there's something to judge in the moguls. But with the ski jump, it's like the commentator. Yeah, even the tricks in the moguls is only 25 percent of your score. 25 right. percent of your score is your trick. 25 is your speed, and then 50 percent is how you ski down the hill, whether or not you keep your feet together, that stuff like that. Yeah, but the the, the ski jumping is particularly ridiculous because, like, the commentators will be like, "Look, he lifted his pinky." You yeah. Can, like, go to the NBC Vision and zoom in. And uh, yeah. you'll notice that it's pinky. And, then, and they do say, like, uh, well, 
you got to realize that the judges can't really see what we're seeing in the super slow mo, and we're kind of splitting hairs here. And, and it's clearly obvious that they are uh, clearly obvious. That's a bit redundant. That they're being redundant by by going into these slow mos and judging things that the judges aren't really catching. They're catching the stuff while dudes are in the air, but not necessarily how much the fucking the 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 skis vibrate after they jump. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Lots of vibration in that. He left a little bit early. It's outrageous, man. That uh, yeah. So that was the first event today. Um, but I will say this. Let me say this before we, because the biggest common criticism, you know, with the Winter Olympics is that it's it comes down to this kind of judging stuff, you know, and that well, in a game and in the Summer Olympics, you know, you got to score and all that kind of stuff. But with the judging, I mean, it is. There's something to be said about having to execute with precision. You right. know what I mean? So yeah. quit hating on the Winter Olympics. <laughs> You're just defensive I'm, about this. I'm, well, I'm defensive about it because I've been sitting here watching the Winter Olympics today, doing some other work and that kind of stuff, and I've had it on, and uh, and McKenzie's just been hating on it all day, just fucking hating on the Winter Olympics. I don't like the cold weather. All this stuff is stupid, and, you know, it's not for everybody. I love it because it's so I've different. I've been having you know? to defend it all day. So I love it because it's so different. But I will say that NBC pretty much sucks in general. Mm-hmm. NBC just sucks. If they fucked up the Conan thing, they fucked up the office, and now the Olympics, like, the Olympics are on the West For all intents and purposes, they're on the West Coast of the United States. They're in the same time zone. Yeah, yet, Seattle. 140 the, miles from Seattle. Right. The West Coast is on a time delay. The, <laughs> so, so that doesn't make any sense. Like, you have the opportunity to play these events live on the West Coast and almost live on the East Coast, just bump them earlier, and they're not doing that. And it's just, in this day and age, like, NBC is so against using the Internet, it seems. Like, if you use Twitter, you're going you're gonna to know who who won the event before the event is shown, and that See, sucks. The thing, even on top of that, but, like, you look at that, that – the app for the iPhone and the iPod and the um, <laughs> you can look at what they're scheduled to like show on I have both Olympic channels the um, the B team Olympic channel and the A team Olympic channel but yeah. if you look and see what they've scheduled for online viewing there's nothing they have stuff scheduled for both TV channels but nothing for the internet yeah it, like well I was asking you like that app I'm afraid it's going to ruin the Olympics for me because I don't want to know who's won these events before I've seen them and you said you had well, I'll go it. ahead and blow the shit out for the app the app fucking sucks <laughs> okay. the best thing about the app is that you can post to Twitter and Facebook at the same time which isn't anything new about an app you know like <laughs> you don't need that app, app to do that it, yeah right they have that like it took it took me five minutes to watch one video on the app and everything is just super slow and not intuitive whatsoever about the app. So get it at your own risk, but definitely don't depend on it for getting quick updates. The one cool thing about it was that you can set alerts for um, different sports. And so I've set an alert for like skeleton and I guess it's going to alert me when the skeleton's live on TV or it's going to alert me when some results are in. I don't know. But even that, I was trying to flip the uh, tab to turn the alerts on for different sports, and I would flip it on, and then two seconds later, it would flip off. <laughs> so it's like, right I, I, might get, I might get alerted. I don't know. Maybe. They're still, so, NBC is still operating on dial-up internet. Yeah. Um, a couple things on. about the NBC coverage, though, okay? One thing that I like about the NBC coverage is Mary Carrillo's puff pieces. 
She is by far my favorite sports reporter. Love her. She's on that, uh, what was that, Inside Sports or something that's on She's HBO? on Real Sports with uh, Brian yeah. Gumbel. She's the best reporter on Real Sports. She, she's far. the late night host for the Olympics, which the late night coverage is always my favorite. And she does these like um, interesting stories about people, which you know you see them all the time. Like You can't get covered on the Olympics. That's, well, that's gotta... what half the Olympics are about, are the stories behind it, because that's what makes it relevant, you know? Right. These are obscure sports. Even the Summer Olympics, you know, you're not following track during the, 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 the year, the off-season, you know? Yeah. So you got to see the, the, the packages on guys like Usain Bolt. Yeah. Um, another person that they've got that's kind of interesting is Jim Cantore, which I think is from the Weather Channel. <laughs> and they they just pop him up on the screen every once in a while to talk about the crappy weather and the rain and the fog in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, and you know he always is in hurricane mode, where he's like yeah. he's got a death grip on the microphone. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like they've got two pages out to the side, like blowing snow on him with a fan. You know, <laughs> yeah, they, one's holding the fabric. The the you know the the what is it? What is that stuff that falls from ceilings? Asbestos. <laughs> it's blowing asbestos on him. Um, the other, the other thing, uh, the, they've got Al Michaels doing the studio stuff, and I, I just don't like Al Michaels very much. I would like for him to stick with uh, Monday Night or Sunday Night Football. Dude, Bob Costas blew him out when he was talking about Apollo Ono. He was, I was worried Apollo was going to go Hollywood, and Bob Costas was like, "Look at you, Hollywood, wearing three layers." That's <laughs> not. That was Chris Collinsworth. I actually oh, okay. like. I like Chris Collinsworth. Um, yeah, and Bob Costas did call out Chris Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth is another football commentator, and they did this with him in the uh, Chinese the the 2008 Olympics, and I like it because. He has no idea anything about the Olympics. It's as, if, it's as if he's never seen them before. Yeah. And he goes out and does these little pieces that are funny because he just doesn't know much about the sport. But they kind of are, like, true and interesting. Um, right. And he did a really good piece on, on Apollo Ono um, tonight. They, and They had some shirtless shots of him jogging. Looking hot. man jogs with the shirt on, but they asked him to take it off for the show. Apparently he, that uh, Paul Ono works out for uh, four or two hour workouts a day or something. Yeah, he does two a days. That's not anything new though. No, he does four a days. No, he doesn't do fours. <sighs> four he, two he hours two, uh, two workouts a day. Okay. Um, I miss Jim Nance, the guy from CBS. I wish they would pull him in for this, but I don't know. Costas is okay. Costas is good. He's a good go-to. Come on now. He's all right. He's sometimes right. he's not that funny, but sometimes he tries to be funny. But it's kind of good that he tries to be funny. He doesn't. Take well, it. while we're still on, you know, not sports stuff, how about this freaking Allied Insurance commercial that comes up every commercial break? Finding the world's greatest spokesperson. I haven't seen it. Bullshit! You haven't seen it. They're like, we got to find somebody that cares that. And he go this this guy from the board meeting trots out into the snow to this cabin in the middle of the woods, and he's like, "Go away, I care too much, but you're the best ever." And it's a fucking commercial for insurance. Anyways, moving along, it's horrible. Uh, that sounds awful. Let's um, get to um, speaking of Apollo Ono. Let's get to the short track. Feed man, I texted you tonight, and I was like, "This this is hype," and then you turned it on, and was like, uh, "It looks kind of boring to me." I saw the last lap. Right, and then. Then it got you. It did. The the short track speed skating is like 
uh, it's amazing because they're the guys are jostling. They've basically got razor blades on their legs, like they've tied to their fucking, feet. They've got Hanzo steel on their feet. Yeah, they showed footage of a guy at another games getting his leg sliced open and basically his ephemeral artery spraying blood all over the place. <laughs> this is serious, and these guys like they have these long blades and they trip over them. Or they'll trip somebody up. They're pushing each other. They're, it's head-to-head racing, so they're like shoving each other around. And all those races tonight were just insane. And they and were. Apollo Ono was just coming from behind every time, and just like it was, it was really exciting. I thought the only problem with talking about that is that there's not going to be any short track speed skating left. There's there's longer distances. Or no, there's there, there's more. No, the shorter there's distances. More. There's short. Yeah, the shor- that was the longest one tonight, and the shorter long. ones are even more frantic because it's basically yeah. like the last you know, six laps from tonight. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, definitely check out the short strike speed skating. It's the most dangerous as far as like indoor sports. I think yeah. every, every sport they do is pretty dangerous. Now, what do you think about Apollo Ono? What's your opinion on him? Uh, uh, I mean, he's going to be the winner games, Michael Phelps. A, so they're going to be, they're going to mention him at least once every single day, even if he's no longer racing. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. He's kind of douchey. It's hard not to like him, though. He, you feel like you shouldn't like him, but he's he's actually seems to be pretty nice. The fact that he yeah. was on Dancing with the Stars uh, and won it, he won he it. He did win it. He did. But win. he's he willing to make Joey fun of himself about it. He beat Joey Fat One in the finals. Jimmy Fallon, you mean? No, Joey Fat One. Joey Fatone. Oh, Joey Fatone. Well, he makes fun of himself about that, but I don't know, man. He seems focused. Like I don't. I don't know. He wears interesting headwear. I'll tell you what. Yeah, he does wear shitty fucking headbands, and he's got a weird facial hair scheme going for him. And uh, but he's not obnoxious when he's racing, or before the race, or after the race. He's pretty understated, so I can appreciate. that. He's less obnoxious than Michael Phelps is, I think. For sure, Michael Phelps is just, greedy. He just, he, I mean, he just gets the job done. He so. does. You know, so okay. Watch that oh. though. It's, that was good. And then the luge. He did, he did win the lottery tonight, though. I will say that. Oh yeah, he did. But he put himself in the right place. Is the thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. And then that younger guy, the younger American, the guy that yeah, slices like ephemeral artery. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy that had slices ephemeral artery or whatever. He won. He got third. And they, they, this guy won. They had the long, the long speed skating today too. Like not Spin. the track. Sven, the speed skater? Yeah. Um, yeah, the dude from the Netherlands? Yeah. Yeah, did you see when he won, he climbed into the sta- into the stands and found his parents? Yeah, he found his parents and his girlfriend. His dad was weeping. His dad yeah. was, uh, like, an Olympic champ, too. And, uh, and did you see where he hugged his girlfriend? His girlfriend went in for the kiss, and he totally dodged her. <laughs> He's like, and his girlfriend was an Olympic gold medalist in field hockey. How about that? Yeah. Or an Olympic. I don't know if she was a gold medalist, but her team did well in the Olympics. They were. They were gold medalists. Yeah. They were gold medalists. Yeah, that that was a nice moment, I thought. um, Yeah, no, it looked like he was almost in tears, too, but that was nice. It was. That was like the first medal awarded, right? I mean, it was the first one I saw awarded. Yeah, there was the second one. The ski jumping was the first. Oh, okay. And then on to the luge, which is my favorite event, but unfortunately, there was a sad incident where I'm sure everybody's heard of it. One of the. One of the guys in the luge event died during practice because he flew off the track and hit his head. And twenty-one year old guy from Georgia. I think kind of shame on NBC for showing the footage of that. I didn't really need to see that. 
No. You really can't see much about it, but it seems kind of exploitative. And then tonight they showed the guy's father, and he was like, uh, "I don't want it on TV. I wish, you know." Yeah, that see- was that. I, I couldn't believe that they showed it on TV. That was really like it's, nothing was gained. Yeah, I didn't need to see that. But really, that's a terrible. It would happen before the opening ceremony. <laughs> terrible way to start off the Olympics, but still, luge is my favorite sport. It's just totally insane because. I mean, the skeleton maybe more because you're on your stomach, but you, you're on your back. You're flying down this track at like 90 miles an hour. Well, right. yeah, now they're 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 high 80s. Right, because they've changed the track because of the accident. Yeah, there's. I want to say the uh, Simon Amon or whatever the one of the luge guys was being interviewed earlier in the day. Yeah. Um, about the change, they've changed the the men started the women's starting point and the women started the junior starting point now because the it is like the fastest, you know, track in the world, and um, and after this guy died, they 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 changed the start times. They built some some stuff around the last turn where the guy had flew off the track. But the guy was like, "Yeah, we're starting at the ladies' start now, and it's kind yeah. of boring." <laughs> yeah. And I was watching this, and I just my face melted. I was like, "You really did? You just said that because I didn't know that they actually changed it to the ladies' start. I just thought they moved it down, and it wasn't actually the ladies' start." And he was saying some sort of like misogynistic fucking, you know? Oh uh, yeah. Well, that guy wound up. That guy did wound up doing real shitty in the competition tonight. So, <laughs> uh, maybe he shouldn't run his mouth. I don't know. But um, he my... said it was boring. You're fucking sledding. You're sledding on skates at 89 miles an hour. Yeah, isn't 89 just as exciting as 90 in this game? <laughs> Can my you fa- tell the difference? The reason why Lelouch is my favorite is there was this guy named Georg Hockel, and he was from uh, Bavaria, Germany. And the thing that was legit about him, he competed in like four Olympics in a row and won all these Lelouch medals, but he made his own sled. Really? How baller is that? It's like, I'm in this obscure sport, and not only am I winning, I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and make my sled for it um yeah i was trying to figure out because i never figured it out until tonight how the hell because they talk about steering a lot you know and i'm like how do these dudes steer they, they put them. they put pressure on it with their legs on those yeah, uh, they put the their tines. feet on the front yeah but i didn't realize that until i was like really watching it in slow-mo tonight where they put their they put their feet down there it's like slight movements you know yeah um oh another uh, uh, another thing I forgot about the opening ceremonies is they totally American idled the uh, Canadian anthem. They did. They totally like they had this warbling pop star singing it, and it was not really the same way that it's usually sung. They kind of remixed it. Yeah. But uh. Um. Well, I want to bring up the the women's biathlon. Yeah. Okay, because it's this is one of the real low hanging fruits of the Winter Olympics that people can latch onto and make fun of really easily of like, well, who the fuck is skiing cross country skiing and then shooting a gun. Yeah. But until you watch it, don't you dare make fun of it because that is some gangster shit. Those guns, those targets, those targets are like the size of a quarter and they have to shoot five of them. Well, I saw the target today and I was like, Oh, that looks like it's easy to hit. And then they're like, no, you have to hit the little thing inside of the target. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and you have to hit it from like five miles away. Yeah. Those those women, those guns, it's like a twenty two, you know, it's like a bolt twenty two, but they've modified it to where they yeah. just pull back on one little thing and all of a sudden it's you know, the next bullet's in there. I love the I love the noise it makes. 
I love the shot sound because it reverberates off the snow and it's got yeah. this muffled sound. Yeah. And it's just it's cool. And the thing is, like you have you know you're you're skiing around. You have to keep your heart bur- heart rate low so that you can hold the damn guns steady. Yeah. Yeah, you're all out of breath, and yet you have to hold your breath to shoot this tiny fucking target. And if you miss the target, you have to take another lap. Yeah. And these women were collapsing at the end of it. I mean, every single one, as soon as they were over the finish line, they just laid down. Yeah. Wearing, like, a gun, like a backpack? That's, I'm sorry, but fuck you if you think that's lame. That's awesome. Um, totally awesome. And they're gonna have the men's biathlon soon, so hopefully they'll it's show tomorrow, some of that. I believe. I was looking on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. They didn't show much of it though. That's I understand that. I, yeah. I understand yeah. You don't interest. need to see too much of it, but their their uh, sights. The the scope they looked at has like blinders on it on either side. It's like they go into horse mode. <laughs> yeah. Well, going from lame, not lame to lame. Uh, the We Are the World remix, twenty five 25th anniversary. I yeah, it was released with the opening ceremonies, and it sucks. I'm all about people raising money for Haiti and keeping it in the forefront, but really, does that really honor the people of Haiti to have a bunch of shitty singers? Fucking. It's Vince awful. Vaughan. Jeff they got Bridges. Vince. Yeah, what's Vince Vaughn doing in there? I don't know. Vince Vaughn and Jeff Bridges, Bridges have a bong in the back of it. Just like they're just <laughs> they just wandered onto the set. And the the most uh, aggravating thing is Wyclef Jean is the most annoying person on the planet. Fucking He's, fake. He really went from being cool to what the fuck are you doing? Fake fake Haitian man. He is he's the first person to say, "Oh, I'm Haitian. I'm Haitian. Remember, I'm Haitian." It's kind of interesting how that guy's accent gets a lot thicker when he needs to be Haitian. You know what I mean? Like he's he's in the song and he just totally it, the song is terrible to be in with, but then he completely ruins it. By, the song's not nearly as bad as the as the video. Right. Oh, Celine Dion standing in the studio with Lionel. Yeah. And Lionel's just trying to be a music director. <laughs> She's got even in the when they've when they're all standing in the stands singing together. Celine's got her hand up to the side of her face, trying to act like she's pitch, you know, like yeah, adjusting her pitch. Dude, Lionel Richie's head keeps getting bigger. I think he's taking the same steroids as Barry Bonds. I think he's got a bigger head than Peyton Manning. God, giant head. Um, but. Yeah, uh, Wyclef just, I mean, everybody's singing and it's fine, and then Wyclef has the need to be, it's almost as if he was shouting, I'm Haitian, don't forget! Mm-hmm. Because he was just like singing in this real thick Haitian accent, really laying it on thick, and then at the end of it he goes, I Haiti! Haiti! He's just screaming. He does it twice, the and they're like, what is that? That's not even singing. And then... But they had they had a video of Michael Jackson and then just stamped on top of it they had Janet singing. Yeah, playing the role of Michael Jackson will be his sister. Janet. But I just I just Wyclef like irritates me because of the whole stealing from his uh charity thing, which we have found out that that was years ago or whatever, but still it happened. Yeah. But yet he's still allowed to be the forefront of this Haiti relief. Get out of here. You're just annoying. Why how, how about all those people that all those billionaires that are in that video how about they all just give a million dollars out of their billion dollars to the relief uh thing and not foist that awful song upon us how about that <laughs> that would be a much better use of that money did you say foist yeah. as in force and hoist no foist is a word is it 
Yeah, linguist. <laughs> um, All right, pick it up. Pick it so up. So anyway, donate to Haiti, but go to the Red Cross. Don't donate. Donate. Don't download that crappy song. Um, well, we're getting to the end of it. Let's just one finish. One more thing. One more thing, because it's this is a great another great moment for Fox News because the weather's been so warm. Yeah, they've had to to bring in snow by dump truck and by helicopter. I don't know if you saw this past week during Snowmageddon. Yeah, um, they Fox News put an inconvenient truth, the book by Al Gore, outside in the snow, and they they had a shot of the it's snowing over that book, and they were saying like uh, proof, you know, that oh how, Al Gore, how's that? Inconvenient truth working out for you now. Oh, global warming must be a, a myth. Yeah, but it's like it, it it's you unseasonably don't, you, don't even, you don't even need to to say why that's wrong. What? Yeah. You don't even need to. You don't. Just <laughs> unseasonably warm in Vancouver, that's all I'm saying. Uh yeah. Uh well let's I wanted to finish up this the, we're done with the Olympics right now. We'll cover it some more. We're gonna try to record on Wednesday. And we'll have the next update for you then. But uh, this weekend was a big... Odds are it'll be on Thursday. Right, because we'll record late Wednesday night. Right. But, um, yeah, so this weekend was a big weekend for sports. The the, uh, Daytona 500 is this weekend, and there's all these basketball games going on, and the NBA uh, All-Star Weekend is this weekend. All-Star Weekend, it's really kind of one day. Right, but we watched the Saturday night event, which is Sunday is when the game is played. Saturday night is when all the crazy shit like the dunk contest happens, and we were flipping back and forth between that and the Olympics tonight. And um, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I thought it was kind of... Okay, well, I'll start out with the skills competition. The one notable thing about the skills competition is Brandon Jennings' hair. Oh, beautiful fade. Beautiful hair. You need to go on Google Brandon Jennings' Okay, he was the number one high school basketball prospect two years ago, but the bullshit rule about high schoolers having to go to one year in college now before they can go to the NBA, he said, fuck you, went over to Italy, played professional basketball in Italy for a year, and came back to the NBA this year, and he's doing all right. Um, But he was in the skills competition, got owned by Steve Nash, but has sweet fade. Sweet, sweet early '90s fade. Um, yeah, Steve and Nash, the, dude, baller, two the, uh, baller, winning that skills competition, just owning it. The and uh, then the rest of the night was the the well, it was Texas versus Los Angeles in a lame five point shooting contest. Five points on the on the on the court needed to be made from, and then. Uh, and Houston won that. It was not notable. And then the rest of the night was the three-point contest and the dunk contest. And the best thing about those two contests is that Charles Barkley was commentating. Yeah, and Charles Barkley, I said this to you, I tweeted it. He should really commentate every sporting event in the world. Every he should be at the Olympics right now. He and, needs to be a, a just, you know, pinch-hit commentator. Yeah, just totally hilarious, just the comments. And not not afraid to say stuff that other people would just be like, really? Stuff like, and I don't think you caught this. They were talking about somebody being real smart, okay? Yeah. And uh, he said, I just know the person who did my work when I was in school was real damn smart. <laughs> my favorite thing is when the dunk contest was going on. He was like, if this doesn't get better, I'm going to have to file a complaint. <laughs> <laughs> 
And he also he said, he said during the dark contest, he said, "You ever notice how Gatorade don't work on people who suck?" <laughs> he also, um, when they at the end of the dunk contest, they let the fans vote on the last two finalists, and um, he said at the end of it because it wasn't a very good dunk contest, in my opinion. He he said at the end of it, well. Maybe nobody will win. <laughs> and the lady that was presenting the award had her earbud in, and she said, I heard that, Charles. <laughs> Maybe nobody will win. Nobody will win. Uh, he said, after they awarded it, I think you would flip back to the Olympics by then. He goes, uh, y'all going to have to hold on a minute. I'm about to go get Bill Russell. <laughs> <laughs> he said that, what he say about Chris Tucker thinks that this is the worst thing since Rush Hour 3? <laughs> Chris Tucker was there. He was, yeah, he was complaining the whole fucking time. That's all they did was complain about the dunk contest during the dunk contest. It was awful. It wasn't very good. The past yeah, couple months like have been on the right. couch with them because you're slagging it off with your buddies, you know, yeah. while watching it. Oh, it was underwhelming. The dunk, they just need to get rid of the dunk contest or get the big stars to be in it. They need. I want to see Kobe and Dwayne Wade. and It's got to be one or the other. Just get rid of it, and that's fine. It can go away or get the big stars in it again, like Michael and Dominique and all those guys back in the 90s. Yeah. You ever notice how Gatorade doesn't work on people who suck? Yeah, that ranks up there. One of the all-star I know it was the, the NBA Finals one year. He was like, remember when Shaq was awesome? Yeah. It's just like, man. Uh, so oh, good. man. Yeah, he needs to be back on. And I'll tell you what. Yesterday, they had the dunk contest marathon on, Yeah, and I was watching one from 1997, and I swear on everything that I own, Kevin Garnett was sitting in the same exact chair yeah. that he was sitting at tonight. He always sits sideline. <laughs> I was glad to see my boy uh, uh, Paul Pierce win the three-point contest. Yeah, and then say he was like the greatest shooter of all time. Yeah. And, uh, and fucking uh, he, Barkley was slagging him off. Reggie Miller said he's one of the top five Celtics of all time. And and Charles Barkley's like, no, he's not even in the top ten. As he shoot, he's like, he's a, he's, a, he's a point scorer, not a shooter. And uh, and then after Paul Pierce wins, it, Barkley's sitting there all upset. They had this uh, you know lipstick camera on the table showing the guys commentating, and it was just position on Barkley's stomach yeah. and he was like I still I say he's uh you know he's he, he scores points he's not a shooter <laughs> hilarious hating just full of hate it's great well wow, new tagline yeah full of hate um yeah so I, I guess we're gonna wrap up then that's about it and um we will be back uh follow us on twitter at IOLTOS or on Facebook. I only like their old stuff. You can email us any questions or anything you want to make sure we talk about for the Olympic coverage at I only like their old stuff at gmail.com. And if you don't like the Olympics, then don't listen to us for the next week. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Uh, yeah, throw us your comments about the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Space Disc is totally cancelled. Space Swords is totally cancelled. Space Loosh is also cancelled. And all other events are pending. Welcome to your Space Olympics. All the oxygen has run out. And someone who will not be named accidentally hits self-destruct. As you file to your escape pods, I'll distract the alien hordes. And there ain't no woman that can
take you 